There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special of Rollers Guild one-shot. Uh, this is going to be the one-shot of what Janara was up to during her absence uh, in episode eight. Um, so as a refresher, uh, at the end of episode seven of The Gilded City, uh, Janara received a emergency telegram asking her to journey north to meet with uh, her parents' adventuring party, The Last Adventurers. And this is the story of what happens there. Um, so Eva will, of course, be playing uh, Janara, but everybody else here will be playing members of the Last Adventures Adventuring Party. Um, we are very, very excited. Uh, this is going to be a fun little one-shot. Everybody's character is level 12, uh, so please be patient with us as um, these are new characters for everybody, and they got a whole long list of abilities now that they're all level 12. Um, so be patient with us, uh, but I hope you really, really enjoy uh, this one-shot. Um, and we're pretty excited to get going. Uh, as always, let us know what you thought of this uh, special one-shot episode um, on social media in the comments below. Give us a like, uh, subscribe to the channel, follow the podcast, ev all those things. Everything helps. Uh, we really appreciate uh, your support. Um, but with that, I won't stall any longer. We'll go ahead and get started with uh, this special Last Adventurers one-shot. And now, it's time for one of the incredible adventures of The Last Adventurers! Previously, our heroes had set out on an expedition to explore and charter the north of the world. Setting out from the small town of Per Konig, The Last Adventurers face all sorts of daring escapades throughout the dangerous icy landscape just outside of town. Eventually, they stumbled upon the long-forgotten settlement of Glacier's Edge, abandoned over 150 years ago. Their explorations of the partially buried town led to the discovery of a great temple. At first, our heroes thought the temple abandoned before they realized they had walked right into a trap of the dastardly fallen angel Kazriel, who had long been slumbering undisturbed in the temple. Though the party fought valiantly, one of our heroes, Sebastian Darling, was felled in the combat by the foul necromancy of Kazriel. The party made haste, retreating back to Ker Konag with Sebastian's body, where they attempted a resurrection ritual. The magic failed, and the party quickly learned that there was but one way to restore their fallen comrade. It would require the help of a blood relative. 
The last adventurers sent an emergency message to Sebastian's daughter, Janara, desperately hoping she would arrive to help them save their friend before it was too late. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so, Janara. Yes. We'll start. We're starting with you. Uh, you and Joyce have been um, journeying by train to Care um, Koenig, a small isolated settlement in a region called uh, the Ten Towns up in Icewind Dale, which is okay. very, very far north. Um, it was a two-day train journey, uh, and um, you're just you're just about to arrive. Um, how do you think Janara has been feeling on the voyage? You didn't get a whole lot of information in the telegram, just somebody died and they need your help. <laughs> I think, I think I'm worried, but also I think I might be maybe a little bit annoyed. Like I had, like my parents haven't even really bothered to like write me or anything. I I don't even like I haven't even really known for sure if they're alive or dead. Mm -hmm. And like, like it's almost a little bit comforting knowing something, even if I hardly know anything. But yeah, I'm a little bit. I think I might be a little bit annoyed as well as I mean worried. You know, right? So nope. yeah, I feel conflicted. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you're sitting in a seat sort of across from Joyce. Um, Joyce has also been, has been very tense uh, on this, on this um, train voyage. You know that she has a long history with your parents as well. Uh, yeah. They wouldn't have entrusted uh, your upbringing while they're away to her without, sure. you know, having a deep uh, appreciation of her. But she looks over at you and says, all right, uh, we're almost there, Janara. Um, I don't know what we'll be arriving into. Um, I don't really know anything about Kara Koenig. Hopefully someone's at the station to meet us. Um, are you doing all right? Uh, I'm okay. I think I'm probably, I think Janara's probably sitting there, like, counting her weapons for, uh -huh. the, for the millionth time and just sort of, like, rearranging them on her, mm -hmm. you know? Just yeah. sort of feeling like she needs to be ready for for anything, including potentially combat. Great. Um, yeah, Joyce says, uh, well, uh, I think you've probably counted your daggers about a million times now. Um, take a deep breath. Remember, a good warrior uh, retains a sense of inner calm, right? That's what I've taught you. It's important for your training. If you're going to help, if you're going to help your parents, you need to keep that inner calm as best as you are able. I know. You're right. Just if they couldn't handle what's going on, I'm just, I guess I'm just feeling anxious. Well, we'll find out more, hopefully, uh, when we arrive mm -hmm. at um, the station, which should be any time now. Um, 
looking around at the interior of the train around you, there's like only a small handful of passion passengers, right? Nobody comes this far north. And the 10 towns aren't technically part of the Sword Coast Federation either. So you're heading to literally the edge of uh, uh, of what would be considered civilization. Um, but the train, uh, you do feel the train start to slow down um, as you pull into the tiny, tiny train station at uh, Kerr Koenig. Uh, glancing outside, as you pull into the town, you see just a small scattering of buildings on, you know, it, it is, it's winter, right? But, uh, and winter in Waterdeep isn't warm by any stretch of the imagination, but looking out the window, like there are huge piles of snow on, uh, uh, you know, the roofs of buildings and uh, uh, just glancing, you, you see that like roadways have been cleared away and there's these huge, huge, huge mounds of snow as people have tried to like plow, uh, plow out walkways with like shovels to, to mm -hmm. maintain the town. Um, this uh, area, um, it sees, it's a rare day that there's not snow uh, in this area. Um, you and, and Joyce obviously brought some very, very heavy winter guard to bundle up in, and uh, uh, Joyce starts pulling on her coat and, and scarf and, and gloves and stuff as you pull into the station. Uh, I assume Gennaro does the same. Yep. Um, train comes to a stop at the station. Unlike the grand uh, train stations in Waterdeep, this station is a single platform open to the elements with a couple of small benches. Uh, the conductor starts making his way down the train saying, uh, all right, uh, Kerr Koenig, this is the last stop on the train line. Uh, thank you for, um, <clears throat> Ooh, wait, 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 I missed, I missed something. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, thank you for, thank you for traveling on uh, Mr. Less, uh Railways. We look forward to your patronage uh, at, at a future time. Um, and you begin making your way off the train. As you exit out onto the train platform, you see um, the other members of The Last Adventures sans both your parents. You don't see your mother or your father here. But you do see the other five members of the last adventurers um, who uh, I'm going to go ahead and have each person uh, describe their character for the uh, audience's benefit. Um, uh, uh, Kelly, how about you start? Okay, so you see a very small half white white foot halfling woman um she's about three feet tall with brown hair and um a breastplate that looks like it has seen a few battles um she's also got a pretty hefty shield and um her staff in her hand um and it's presumably some heavy winter cloaks overall. yes yes um yeah, she is protected from the elements. Um, but she has, um, she is just kind of silently, she has her eyes closed, just silently thinking, maybe praying. Um, you can't really tell from 
this far away, but uh, she's deep in thought, thinking about something. Uh, what is, um, did you, I'm sorry, did you say, you said her name, right? Therara. I don't know. Um, Therara Wildcloak. <laughs> what does Therara do as Janara steps off the train? What's, um, what's, what's your first reaction? As once she realizes that this is Janara's train, that j- people are getting off and that Janara's coming towards them, um, she does step up to Therara about waist high um, and just goes, Oh, oh, my dear. Oh, oh, my dear. Oh, we have so much to tell you. Um, say, say hello to everyone and then, and then we'll tell you why we've requested your presence. Great. Um, yeah, as everybody else starts to step forward, um, um, I would, I would probably think that the next person to step forward would be your character, Kira. Uh, uh, go ahead. Would you like to describe and introduce, uh, your character? Sure. Um, towering much taller than the rest of the group, nearly seven feet tall, is a Leonin, um, dressed in very heavy armor with a big giant cloak over their shoulders. They, uh, step up to Janara. Oh, their name is Sarfir. They step up to Janara and basically pick her up and spin her around and say, Child, it's so good to see ya. How you been doing? I wish we were here. I wish you were here under better circumstances, but alas, still good to see you, dear. It's good to see you too, although I do wish it was under different circumstances. Um, great. Um, who do we think would be up next? I think, Sam, your character would probably hang back, probably be the last person to sort of step forward. Um, Zuzu, how about your character next? I'm, you're gonna see, uh, this hulking half-orc. Um, he's a big boy. His name is Mo Moison. He's got very piercing blue eyes, very, very sharp blue eyes. He's a hairy boy, even though he's a half orc. I know nothing about half orcs. I don't know if they're hairy, but he is hairy. Um, he's <laughs> Listen, I, I play humans and elves mostly, so I'm, I'm totally out of my element here. Um, he has uh, kind of a graying hair a little bit on his head and a little bushy beard and mustache as well. This guy, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, he's pretty large. Yeah, he's looking uh, a little a little nervous, not liking being by the train with all the noises. And even though there's not too many people, people coming out, um, but I would say he's probably pretty happy to, to see Gennaro. But I'd say he'd probably go up and kind of give her a little pat on the head and say, how, how was the trip? Trip was fine. Long, but fine. It's a loud train. Was it too loud for you? I got tired enough I slept. 
Great. This uh, whole time he's been patting her. <laughs> yeah, still patting. So um, Matt, uh, uh, your character also steps forward at about the same time as uh, as Mo. Um, yeah, you where you saw um, Sarfir was this huge lion and this huge lion person. Um, kind of stepping out behind them is another cat-like person. Um, you see Leaf. Um, who's an old tabaxi uh, with gray-white hair, gnarled whiskers, um, but amber eyes that are just filled with curiosity as it takes everything in. Um, he has a long braided beard that goes down and disappears kind of into his long red and crimson robes that he's wearing that are flowing in the wind. Um, he's holding a, a staff, a uh, tall staff that he's kind of leaning on, and um, as he walks forward, stops using the staff and kind of leans back, and you see his tail, for his age, um, is quite strong and is actually curled around, and he uses it like a chair, almost, and kind of <laughs> leans back um, and just kind of takes everything in from underneath a Gandalf-style huge <laughs> hat um, with a long point, and at the end, it's bent over with a little golden bell that dings softly. Um, at, the, at the end. Um, his pockets are just filled with all kinds of crap. Random trinkets, uh, notes, um, random little vials of things that are, that are here and there. His hand is kind of fidgeting as it's playing with a yellow um, ball of yarn. Um, and he kind of looks at you, gives a nod, and goes, Ah, Jinara, good to see you. Uh, and pulls out a pipe and just smokes. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, Janara, you actually catch uh, 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 Joyce in, out of the corner of your eye, just go. <laughs> uh, uh, for whatever reason, Leaf has always been very funny to Joyce. I love it. I love that Joyce has joy. Let's see. <sighs> Seeing weave. <laughs> um, and 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 Joyce does say, uh, "I see you're still hanging in there, old man." Well, they try now and then, but we find a way. Great. Uh, finally, <laughs> this Sam... accent staying. <laughs> <laughs> finally, I think Sam, your character, would. Uh, uh, be kind of hanging towards the back of the group, but but would probably step forward at this point. Uh, because we're outside, presumably we also just got there pretty recently, uh, Zer is going to step off of his mount, which is a huge uh, hadrosaurus, uh, which is, you know, a dinosaur, as we all know, uh, <laughs> that, is, that is named Lodo, uh, uh, which Zer uh, uh, probably acquired in an adventure in the jungle realm of Cholt. Oh, absolutely. Dinosaurs that live there. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, he could tell you about that another time. Uh, he he approaches uh, uh, Joyce and Janar and goes, Joyce, it's good to see you. Uh, and you, Miss you Dar Darling, you look stronger. Um, would you describe what Zer looks like, by the way? Oh, absolutely. 
Uh, think about if Santa Claus was fit and also was had devil horns. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen, Best I don't version. have my I don't have my other book with me to hold up, but are they hot? <laughs> uh, 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 not for copyright reason. He he looks like a uh, an older uh, a, a more uh, fuzzy version of a, a main character of a show that rhymes with the the litcher. I would say that. <laughs> oh okay. Oh okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, and I mean, just for height reference, he's probably about the same height as Janara, maybe a little bit shorter. Great. Um, yes, you've all taken a moment to to greet each other and uh, say hi. Um, and and Joyce says, uh, "So, um, well, is there some place?" Uh, yes, we we. We should get out of the elements. Um, f- follow us. Follow us. Great. Uh, yeah, you lead the way um, uh, back towards uh, a small cabin that you, that you all um, have, you know, rented out here in town as like a staging base of operations for your um, explorations in the region. Um, it's nothing super elaborate or fancy. You know, it's, I mean, it's decently sized because The Last Adventures are a party of seven. Um, so it, it has to be large enough to hold all of you, but it's mostly one room, log cabin style place, um, huge fireplace, uh, uh, um, but you can only see the, the chimney from the outside. But as you open the door, you find, you know, scattering of like bed mats around the outsides of the room. Um, and then a huge fireplace at either end of the room. And then in the center of the room is like a table and chairs, um, uh, couch cushions. And then I would say probably against the back wall is, um, you know, some, some kitchen counter type stuff, uh, uh, over there. And you, you know, Janara, you look over this space and you see just a ton of, a ton of shit, you know, in corners and in piles and by different beds, you know, they've definitely made themselves at home and it's a messy home. Mm-hmm. Um, but you take all this in real quick, but your eyes are very, are very quickly drawn to one of the beds um, near the fireplace uh, where um, your father is lying uh, inert on the bed. Um, you know, he's a middle-aged man. He's got uh, a human man. He's got sort of salt and pepper hair, um, light, a light complexion, um, but he, he is deathly pale and you don't see his chest moving under the, under the blankets. Um, and, and next to him, um, is your, uh, is your mother, um, who, you know, she's got, she's got sort of a, um, a redder hair like yours, um, and, uh, uh, she whirls around as you all enter, um, and as she does so, uh, uh, her wand sort of pops out before she sees that it's all of you, and she stows the wand away. Oh, uh, Janara, Janara, so, um, I'm so glad you're here. And she rushes over and, uh, uh, just very quickly wraps you in a hug. Uh, does Janara hug her mother back or no? I kind of do, like, the, the pat. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah. I'm not not hugging her, but it's also kind of like, uh-huh. 
tell me what's going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 she she turns to to Joyce and also hugs Joyce. Joyce responds to the hug in a little bit more warm of a fashion than you. Um, she says, uh, "Yes, yes. Uh, uh, come, come, uh, uh, come, sit down. Come, sit down. There, there's, um, there's a lot going on. Um, uh, um, sorry, I'm I'm a little uh, scattered right now. Um, uh, sit, sit down, sit down. Um, she you know brings you to the center table and uh, and her hands are like are shaking a little bit. Um, um, uh, do you need anything to drink, dear?" Dear, let us handle this. You have been, you go watch over him. We will handle explaining what happened, but it's been a long few days for you. Yes, uh, Alessandra, just take care of Sebastian. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, yes, you're right, you're right. Um, Right, uh, uh, and she, she, she sort of, she stays nearby, but she sits, like, between the table and the center of the room and the bed where your father is laid up. I'll go um, offer her a quick puff. If she wants it. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, you know, uh, 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 thank, thank, thank you, Leaf. um, I'm not a huge fan of your, of your, of your, uh, sniff-nip, but, uh, I appreciate the gest, the gesture. All right, you'll just let me know. I'll rejoin the others. So, who wrote the telegram to Gennaro? Who would have? This is this is Kelly asking. Uh, probably, probably you. Okay, I would guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> just to remind you. Yeah, I. I no, I mean it's not something we decided upon yeah. beforehand. It probably would have been you, but you you didn't spend yeah. a lot of time yeah. doing it because it was going to be hard to explain exactly what was going on in the telegram. So yeah, I just didn't know if I should. Okay, yeah. So I'm uh, who I was going to say. So I I didn't want to put too much in the telegram. I didn't want to worry you too much on your way here. But as you can see, uh, your father has uh taken a little bit of uh well we don't we, we can't revive him um he is not he doesn't seem to be completely gone um uh Thayer and I have have our theories um and so we um think that his um we're pretty sure. He I don't okay. know how to okay. say okay. this. Okay. okay. <laughs> Here, here's he doesn't how. Have a heart right now. Yeah. <laughs> Technically speaking, he's heartless at the moment. But um, nothing new. <laughs> you should respect your father, Miss Darling. Go on. I know you guys have had your troubles in the past, but I think, in the current circumstances, saying that he is heartless, well. True, um, is a little, uh, hard. I mean. It's a little, it's a little much. So, um, his heart has been captured by, uh, a creature that we fought, um, and it's, 
as far as we know, it's it's in this place that that we fought him, and we think we need you to retrieve his heart uh, to bring him the, back. The 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 monster of Kaz, is Kazriel. Kazriel, yes. Kazriel has a basically performed a corrupt heart ritual on your father's heart. Um, we can't retrieve it uh, because the only way to get past the magical field around your heart, around his heart, is if a blood relative. Now, we are not related to your father in any way by blood. I mean, we are all family here. I believe we, we have all partaken in, in a blood pact, but that does not count. And they let me know that Alessandra is also not a blood relative. <laughs> so yes. she won't work. No. Yes, that was a, uh, an interesting conversation we had to have yes. with Momo. Um, <laughs> uh, so now we thought about killing this Kazriel, but if we did that, if we Kazriel would just use the heart to resurrect himself. So we can't just kill him. We need to retrieve the heart and then kill him. So that's why we need you, Miss Darling. Great. Fighting, I at least feel comfortable doing. D well, She's a lot more on board than I thought she would be. I mean, it Thank is you. it is Janara. I, I mean, I get to, like, fight. Yeah. Get his heart <laughs> back and then go back to my life. Y yes. So. Um, which is... Um, one thing about Kazriel is that he's quite a difficult thing to fight. Um, as you can see, your father uh, is comatose, uh, and he is a very skilled and experienced adventurer. Um, so I, ju I just don't want you to go into this with a lot of... I don't, I just want you to be careful, okay? Okay, sweetie. Um, Sarfir's gonna clap Tharara on the back, which is like at his, or at their knees, basically, and be like, we're gonna be there to protect her. Yeah. I've also been she looks back in the city paying his debts, so. Which, what debt? I would love to know that before I go back home. Okay. Uh, your mother looks up at this point. Um, what? For who? The favor that you got? Uh, I'm sorry, dear. You're probably going to have to be a bit more specific than that. Well, you... Got a favor. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Vinny. 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 From Vinny. And then you left. And then me and my friends had to pay your debt oh, for you. So that, you're welcome. That was business not for Vinny, for freedom. Um, she's well, undercover in his organization and thought it might be useful to have an in with us, but then well. Um, I'm sorry you had to deal with him. He's not a since he's not a good person. Um, I'm aware. Well, we're glad that 
you're getting into, uh, well, we're glad that you have friends, um, and that you are making a life for yourself. Uh, it's always good to surround yourself with good people who bring you peace and, uh, help you through this life. Janar, or Therara has just been sitting here this whole time meditating because she is normally a very zen person, but this whole situation has gotten her very anxious. I'll mage hand my pipe over to her. <laughs> I will take the pipe. <laughs> Great. Um, now, Miss Darling, I hope you understand that it's not just going to be fighting. It's going to be it's going to be capturing your father's heart. It's like we're if we kill this beast before we capture the heart, your father's gone. I I understand. I just want you to know the severity of the situation. Um, I'm gonna call you here. otherwise. I understand. Uh, uh, Alessandra uh, speaks up and says, "Um, uh, also, uh, there's the matter of um the attacks. Uh, uh, Casriel has sent some." of his undead minions after us. So, um, someone will have to stay behind to protect your father's body. Um, I don't really understand everything Zer and Therara were, um, telling me, but I, I know I'm good at magic. It's just not good at the, at the divine and, and necromantic stuff that this is involved with, but um, if I understand it correctly, Kazri, this corrupted heart thing, um, is going to resurrect your father in uh, three days' time now, uh, as an undead minion of Kazriel, and I think he is interested in reclaiming your father's body, so someone will have to stay here to protect it. Um, which, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I should go with you to protect you, but also. Why don't you just stay here, mother? Don't get your wand in a twist, Alessandra. I'll take care of her. We'll take care of her. We'll all take care of her. Okay. Um, Joyce says, uh, I'll stay here with you too, dear. Um, before you all depart, uh, Janara, could I have a word with you outside? Of course. Um, you and Joyce, uh, uh step outside. Janara, I, I know you like to go in. Um, I know you don't use actual guns, but for lack of a better term, guns blazing. Um, be careful. Don't try to punch or knife your way out of this one. Um, if this entity 
killed your father, he is undoubtedly very powerful. Likely much more powerful than you could probably handle. Let the others protect you while you do what needs to be done to retrieve your father's heart. Okay, I'll try to be careful. I know you have a complicated relationship with your parents, and as much as I love your parents, I, I know that they have rarely been there to raise you. And, um, and you, you see her eyes are, are starting to get a little teary and I just, I don't have a family outside of you and I, I just, I want you to be careful. I think this is worse than anything I could have trained you for. I'll be careful, I promise. Okay. Sorry if I um, <clears throat> overstepped. Um, uh, Janara's gonna give her a hug. She, she hugs you back. Well, uh, I suppose if I'm staying here with your mother, I better make sure that she is eating and drinking. Um, you need to make sure that you are energized before this trip. Um, talk with the others, learn what you can before you all leave. Uh, this is going to be dangerous, I'm sure. You keep yourself safe too. I will. Uh, and the two of you return back inside. Um, what, what, uh, uh, as they walk back inside, what is everybody else doing? Um, I am just calmly without raising any alarms, just doing a little, little, holding my staff, which has my little, like, sculpture of Helm's glove on top of it. I'm just standing there, doing a little, doing a little bloop, 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 just gonna, um, touch, uh, Alessandra's shoulder and cast death ward. Um, nice. Protect her. Very nice. For eight hours. Great. Well, hey, that's helpful. Yep. Um, you know that if you all are moving quickly in the straightest possible line between here and the temple, it's about a 12 hour trip. Okay. Um, so. I'm also going to, when we're, like, on our way, gonna cast Find the Path. Okay, great. Oh, you have already circumvented my wilderness navigation puzzle! <laughs> uh, no, that's great. <laughs> um, yes. Good question. Is it 12 hours by foot? Or by magic flying carpet? It would be faster by flying carpet, but I don't know how many people can your flying carpet. Hold. It can hold up I to magic carpet. 
<laughs> oh, I kept it. That's one of my magic items. Ah, um, uh, when they went to visit the famous lands of Pixar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's not Pixar. I, I wrote the campaign. Oh, right, right. No, I, I guess. Yes. Uh, for reference, for those of you who are watching, <laughs> Kelly's character is uh, uh, has been resurrected from her first yes. ever D and D character. Yep. Um, which is very exciting. Um. So it is six by by nine feet. So it probably can't carry everybody, but it has a flying speed of thirty. It can carry up to sixteen hundred pounds, but the flying speed is reduced if it's carrying more than 800 pounds. So, I mean, if it has a flying speed of 30, it has the same. Yeah. But I'm going to hop on my flying carpet because it's faster than I am walking. That's fair. Um, was, and I'm was, also concentrating on finding the path. Right. I was, I was more curious. Can I roll to see if there is a shop in town where we can procure some reindeers and a sleigh? Because it's a tundra. Oh, my God. Guys, uh, I also have a giant fly that I can bamf into existence. Um, there, uh, you would you would know this because you've been in Karakonic for a while. Uh, there are not reindeer sleighs, but there are um, like dog sleds. Nice. Good um, thing I have a giant prehistoric dog. <laughs> um, Go real fast. So that that could speed up the voyage, but it'll still take, you know, the better part of the day. Um, and at this point, it's, um, well, it's about a two-day trip from Waterdeep, and Janara left late at night. Um, so it's probably nighttime right now. Um, but I, I get this, but all of you are probably pretty anxious to get, to get going. So you would probably... If you traveled, you'd probably travel over the course of the night and arrive sometime in the morning, the next day. Um, while while we're doing things, uh, Leaf is going around uh, meticulously itemizing every single thing that we've found on our expedition so far, and uh, casting detect magic, and just keeping track of everything. Yeah. Great. Yes, you 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 know during during your expedition, you found a number of different you know, uh, I, items, but haven't yet really had the time to fully catalog them. So you, you, you know, one of the things that you've been doing to keep yourself occupied while you are waiting for Janara to arrive is begin the process of cataloging some of the things you, you all have found and brought back. So, uh, yeah, you, you're, you're still working on that in this little bit of downtime before you all depart. Will we get any points of exhaustion though, if we, if we travel overnight? Um, what I will say is that you said Janara, you know, was sleeping on the train at, at various points and we're pretty chill on the train. The rest of them, I would say probably with the attacks had been taking it in shifts to sleep. So I will not automatically hit you with a point of exhaustion, but circumstantially there may be other drawbacks given the weather, which will probably involve a roll, but. Um, Zur is going to procure uh, a dog sled, a big enough to at least fit a couple people. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you, yes, you're able to get a couple dog sleds to uh, enough for everybody between Therara's flying carpet, 
uh, your uh, uh, hadrosaur, what was his name again? Lodo. Lodo, yes, your, your pet hadrosaur Lodo, and then the, do- the two dog sleds, yes. A leaf also has a flying broom. So. There's also a giant fly, if anybody wants to ride. So, so we got travel. With, we yeah, got travel. With all out. that, you probably don't need dog sleds. Probably one for Sarfir, because sure. they're pretty big. They sure. Can't they're big. <laughs> one dog sled for Sarfir uh, is procured. Who um, will pull it themselves? <laughs> yes. Sarfir's <laughs> <laughs> gonna like, like squeeze in with Sarfir. Great. Um. Great. With that, you all, uh, uh, late at night, say your goodbyes. Um, Alessandra says, uh, good luck, my friends. Um, keep my daughter safe. Amen. Of course. Mm. You have my word. All right. Stay safe, Janara. I will. I love you. I know. <laughs> Uh, and with that, you all, uh, uh, I think uh, we all just go. (laughs) 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 Leaf thinks that's the proper response. (laughs) He watched Star Wars. Uh, yes, the the classic, (laughs) um, the classic, uh, uh, series of plays by, uh, 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 Elvin, uh, playwright, um, uh, uh, Jorothriel, uh, Lucas Tereth. Um, writing that down. (laughs) It's now canon in the water deep, in the water deep, uh, universe. Yep. That's right. (laughs) We're, the next episode, we're going to see one of the famous plays. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or, no, they, they come and, yeah, we go at the, I don't know when this is going up, but at the ball, they perform it. Yeah, the premiere, <laughs> the premiere of, uh, of, uh, George Othriel, uh, Lucas Tourette's, uh, latest, uh, play entitled, um, the, uh, uh, the, 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 oh god. How do I, 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 I would prefer the, Which, the return of the celestial just wizard. Pull the record. Pull the record. <laughs> the, the 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 phantom uh, threat. Um, not as well received as his previous plays. Not as well received as his previous plays, unfortunately. Weird uh, effects and stuff on stage. Yeah, there's one character that everybody's like, "Why is this character here?" <laughs> Which um, character? They replaced the actors with puppets. Why did they do that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. There oh. are some. <laughs> Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, oh, gone down this rabbit hole. Um, Jeez. And, uh, so... Um, you all set off into the wilderness. Uh, since the Rara's casting find path, I don't have to have anybody make a survival check to find your way back, uh, which is good because you're traveling at night. I would like to keep an eye on for undead things, things looking for us, hunting for us. Make a perception check. Can he make a perception? Yeah, make it with advantage because the Rara is also looking. Yes. Good. So, that is the better action. Um, new character, where are my abilities? I should have had that prepared. Um, 14. 14. Um, yeah, you're keeping an eye out. You, you haven't spotted anything, uh, just yet, but you are, you are keeping your eyes out. Great. Ben? Yes? Would you say this land offers very small game, water, and so forth? (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I mean, you are in the wilderness, so there is, there's food to be found, but you're also moving at, like, a very fast pace, so Mm -hmm. I don't think you'd be able to engage in your barbarian, like, hunter-gatherer type thing. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, I can find food and fresh water for myself and up to five others. Yes, uh, yes, you can, Um, but unfortunately, you're moving too quickly to do so, um, because you're just basically beelining it uh, towards the abandoned... Um, gla- town of Glacier's Edge. Um, <laughs> uh, I need, so you are all wearing heavy coats, gloves, scarves, hats, all that good stuff to try to keep yourselves warm. It is middle of the night uh, in the m- coldest parts of winter. Um, even with all of that, it is extremely cold. So I would like everybody to make a constitution saving throw for me during, well, I'm, I'm going to be nice and only make you roll one for the voyage, but. Um, okay, so I'm going to go around and I'll start with Janara. 18. 18. Um, yeah. Sorry, I dropped something. Uh. 18 is good enough. Uh, yeah, you, you're bundled up against the cold. You, you know, it's the, the wind is, the frigid wind is hitting your face in the dog sled, but you are, you know, you're, you're keeping yourself centered. You're focused on what's up ahead. It doesn't bother you too bad. Um, Zer. Uh, Zer got a 23 and Lodo got a 19. Great. Yes. Both you and your dinosaur, um, uh, keep yourselves, uh, warm. Fun fact, by the way. I know some of you viewers may be wondering, how can a giant reptile survive in a frigid, cold environment? Dinosaurs were warm-blooded, folks. Yeah. They were? Also, yeah, dinosaurs were birds. warm-blooded. Like chickens. Like birds, yeah. because they're birds. they're birds. They're the ancestors of birds. Also, he's got a sick pelt outfit on, so like he looks like the Tauntauns from, from that from that play movie. series. Yeah, that Very nice. Um, great. Uh, how about Leaf? Uh, 20. 
yep, Tony's going to do it as well. Uh, yeah, Leaf stays bundled up, stays focused, um, not bothered. Um, Momo. 19. Yeah, uh, uh, you're, you grew up in the wilderness. Uh, a little bit of cold doesn't bother you. Um, Starfear? Uh, 16. 16? Um, you're cold. You're cold. This is, you know, this is colder climbs than you're typically accustomed to, though you've been up here for a while now, and you're starting to get used to it, but you still don't love the cold, but you're doing all right. You're, you're doing all right. Uh, and Ferrara. Uh, an 11. Ooh, that is just barely good enough. The nope. DC is 10. <laughs> okay. Um, Close one. So, is pretty cold, um, because you're sitting exposed mm -hmm. on a magic mm -hmm. carpet, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, the, your divine, um, purpose and, and energy from your god, um, um, sustains you through the, uh, long, difficult night of travel. Is anybody riding my black fly? Because they got a uh, 12. I don't think so. Um, if anybody, probably Momo. Okay. It's a fly? It's a fly. Like a big one? Yep. Yeah. Like a huge-ass fly. <laughs> um, great. Uh... You all um, travel through the night. Um, what is, is anybody doing anything or talking about anything on the travel, or are you just kind of like staying focused? Uh, uh, Zur is going to turn around while Lodo's just following the, the carpet up in the air uh, and just say, Jadara, what, what's, what what's happening in Waterdeep? It's, it's been a while since we've stopped back there. Um... Lots are happening. We're trying to figure out. So we found this like worm thing in the sky mm. and it seemed like he was just sort of like, I don't know. It was crazy. So we're investigating what's going on with, um, with this organization. Yeah. If you all ever wanted to stop by, we could use some more help there. I do not want to stop by. I don't want to do a whole in-depth thing because I could be here for too long. <laughs> and hopefully <laughs> people are watching our other episodes. <laughs> well, it seems like you have quite the handful going on back in Waterdeep. Um, um, it's good that you found a, uh, a group yourself to help. It has been nice. practicing those fighting skills, eh? Oh, yeah. I mean... If we're going against things, I want to make sure my skills stay sharp. Good work. That is a good idea. Um, I'm going to uh, land and travel uh, next to Janara for a little bit. Um, and uh, saddle up, give it a bit of a, a pat on the back. Um, and I'm going to actually cast uh, Mage Armor. Ooh, nice. What does that do? So... I, I think, since you're a monk, you got unarmored defense, so your armor class is 10 plus your dex plus your wisdom, right? Yes. Is that it, correct? Okay. That is how that calculation so, is done. For so now, mage armor, um, your, your base becomes 13 plus your dex 
and then your wisdom modifier also goes on as well. Yeah. So oh. I basically plus three to your armor class. Yeah. Basically right? add three okay. to your armor class, and it lasts for okay. for eight hours. For eight hours. So uh, yeah, I would presume you do this partway through the journey, so you're not doing it right at the outset. So um, yeah, great. Yes. Uh, 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 as Leaf pats your back, um, a sort of magical shell of energy quickly, you know, covers your body and then fades away. Um, so your defense has been bolstered. That's awesome. I say, I tend to stick uh, to the back of our conflicts. Um, if you find yourself in need of a friend on the battlefield, look to me. I can help keep you safe. Thank you, Leaf. Fly off on my broom. <laughs> um, anybody else doing anything while you're in transit? Yeah, me and Sarfia are probably catching up because I'm sitting right next to Sarfia. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Sarfia, you spent some time talking to Janara about uh, the adventures you've been on and all that and all that stuff uh, since you last saw her, which would I I would assume is quite a while ago at this point. Um, if you would like to just spitball some crazy adventure you all went on, feel free to. Otherwise, you don't have to. But if you want to, you can. <laughs> we should, you should do one of those things where it's like each person does one sentence. <laughs> um, oh, I'm not good at like on the fly creation of story. That's okay. That's okay. Um, Desert sandworm. Radioactive. Sophia, uh, Sophia, why don't you tell Janara about that time we charmed a blue dragon oh yes i was just about to take its head off because you know i'm very strong but then uh your parents actually talked me out of it and uh ended up seducing this dragon and uh, i don't want to hear about my parents seducing anything it was quite <laughs> mag magnificent really no, no, I'm good. <laughs> and then, this dragon was so entranced, he gave us his entire hoard, which was not made of money, but mostly bones and trinkets from different, like, uh, villages. So, it was like old antique... Uh, like, pictures and different uh, carved vases and whatnot. Very hard to get rid of, but we got a good pretty penny for it. Wow. Uh, Sir takes out one of the pictures he kept in his coat, <laughs> not this one. No one will ever see this person ever again. <laughs> the one thing they can't no! replace. <laughs> what is the picture of? Oh, it's like some grandmother holding her three grandkids Jeez. on like a bench in the middle of like a field. <laughs> it's like a really wholesome photo and Zaheer just takes it like, you'll never see your family again. And puts <sighs> it back in his coat pocket. Jeez. We don't have time to unpack that. 
Um, great. Uh, yeah, you all, you know, you spend some time, mostly it seems like you're trying to just keep yourselves and Janara occupied, um, on the journey, um, so nobody freaks out. Uh, eventually, early the next morning, um, you arrive, uh, uh, at the outskirts of, uh, Glacier's Edge. Um, the snow drifts uh, uh, between wind and um, changes in climate uh, uh, in the area. The snow drifts have, that have covered this town for 150 plus years um, have sort of begun to move, uh, uh, which has created sort of a, a, like a snowy rut down the center of town. Uh, and you can see sort of the edges of, of some buildings uh, sticking out of the snow banks, but you can't see, like, for the most part, you can't see the entirety of any of these buildings. You see, like, you know, just the tops of roof gables. Um, every once in a while, you might see, like, a window has become exposed, but it's mostly, um, it's mostly still all very, very buried. But the, uh, as you head deeper into town, do you all leave the a uh, 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 dog sled at the edge of town and, and go on foot from here, or probably. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, uh, Zer uh, kind of keep makes a little bonfire just to keep Lodo warm, uh, and then leaves. Yeah, you dismount, um, and then yeah, make your way on foot further into the town. My fly becomes a figurine again, and I just tuck it under my breastplate. There you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you make your way uh, deeper into town um, where the snowy rut uh, uh, becomes deeper as you proceed um, further into the village, um, which you all you all recognize from last time. It, you know, it, it sort of got even deeper as you went further in, and you can see m more portions of some of the buildings. You can see, you know, the uh, uh, facade of um, what used to be a shop of some kind, uh, though it's hard to tell what it used to sell. Um, and you you head further in, and eventually you see uh, snow covering the top and sides of it, but the front of this building is exposed. A huge um, stone structure which dwarfed any of the other buildings in this town. Um, still a lot of snow covering it so it's hard to see but you see like pillars like worked into the front edifice and uh the triangular capstone um how you can even see like the barest bits of of some artistic depiction at the top um but it's hard to see through the through the snow and ice still coating it um but uh uh um what's everybody's passive perception 14. Okay. N. Okay. Uh, 11. Uh, Leaf is 15. Okay. 14. Great. Uh, Leaf, Momo, um, Therara, and I have Janara's. Passive, I think I it's think. 14. Sorry, the website. No, no, you're good. As soon as I went to look at it. 
Um, uh, it is. I, yeah, I think it, I believe it is fourteen. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Janara actually, all the three of you spot spot this first and sort of pull everybody aside. Uh, you do see outside of the temple, in front of the doors, are um, several un, are, are are three undead creatures. Um, one in the center wearing a, a tattered um, dark robes. And then two, um, two, two skeletal figures whose forms uh, a dwarf, even um, Sarfir. I'm gonna re up uh, mage armor on both Janara and myself. Okay. Um, how? Wait. I think Janara's mage armor would still be good at this point. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it and re re up it just because it lasts uh, eight hours. Mm-hmm. And and the the thing that I have replenished replenished it. Double. Okay. So. Okay. Great. Um. Since there's only three of them, like, we probably could just take them out pretty quickly I mean, and easily. I can. I'm just gonna like. How far away are they? I have. I have destroy undead. Okay. So, uh, Tharara, if you're gonna try to uh, destroy undead, you will have to get close. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm gonna... uh, if we're if we're going into hostile action, um, I am gonna have everybody roll initiative, but before you roll initiative, I'd like everybody to roll stealth to see if you get a surprise round. So roll stealth first. Uh, ben, I'd also like to throw up a detect magic real quick. Sure. Um yes. Uh, uh yeah. We'll go over what you sense with your detect magic in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, what did everyone get for stuff? I got a 19. Great. 17? Uh, I got a 14. Okay. I got an 11, and I have plus 6 stealth. <laughs> I got 11, too. Hey! A 1. Yeah, it's a plus 8, but um, 1, I believe. Is a one. One is a one. Yes. Uh, okay. Not great. Uh, uh, as you all come out of the alley, uh, the undead creatures spot you. You're closer now. You're within. I would say you're about thirty-five feet away from these creatures, um, but they do spot you. So uh, I'm gonna have everybody roll initiative for me. Um, as we're Hell rolling yeah. initiative, my the cloak that I am wearing and bundled up in is a cloak of dead. Placement, so attacks have disadvantage on me. Okay, you may have to remind me of that. Yep. Um, as you get closer, yeah, the the figure in the center, you see, it turns towards you. Uh, um, you know, uh, it's got sort of like moldered, like mummy skin on its on its face, which is visible under its uh, uh, moldering um, robes and. Uh, glowing blue eyes, it, glowing blue uh, points of light in its empty eye sockets uh, as it looks towards all of you and goes, <sighs> holds out his hand towards all of you. Um, what did we get on the initiative count? Uh, Therara. 10. Janara. 16. Um, Leaf. 15. Mo. 18. Sarfir. 12. 
great. All right. So um, the top of the initiative order is actually going to be, oh, God, where are you? You're not in my thing. Probably because he just joined. Wow. What'd you get? 14. Thanks 14. for asking. <laughs> Attention. All important. He's going to, a red, another red dragon's going to come out of the sky at you. <laughs> it just follows any character that I play from now on. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, uh, okay. So, um, you all uh, uh, charge up, start engaging these creatures in combat real quick. Leave. You, uh, you had cast Detect Magic. You do a quick, quick scan. Obviously, all three of these undead creatures are giving off magical auras because they are um, animated with necromancy. Um, mm. I believe it's a 60-foot range on yes. uh, Detect Magic. Um, you're about 35 feet out from the undead creature. Oh, it's 30 feet. 30 feet. 30 feet. So um, you don't, yeah, you don't get anything but that right now. Sure. But, that's, uh, that's a good sign. Good, yes. good. Um, great. Top of the initiative order is the one in the center who looks like the, um, the undead in charge of this particular group. Uh, it sees, um, it sees you all charge out, uh, and does a quick scan of all of you. Locks, glowing points of, uh, glowing points of light lock on Therara, um. But I rolled so high on myself. Yeah, but also the rest of the party ruined the surprise. Um, locks glowing blue sockets on you um, and is going to attempt to attack you. Um, uh, actually, he can do two. He can attack two of you. So he's going to attack um, Ferrara, and he's going to attack, um, uh, Zer, uh, um, going to attack both of you. Um, so, um, with that, Ferrara against you, that's a 19 to hit. Yeah. Uh, and Zer against you, that is a 17 to hit. The 17 hit. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes. Great. Um, okay. So both hit. So, um, I need both of you to make strength saving throws. Can um, I resistance myself as this is happening, or no? Is that a reaction spell? No. Then you may not. Uh, you said just straight up strength, right? Yes, a strength saving throw. So I got a nat 20, but I got a minus one for strength. Well, it's still a nat 20, so... A five. A five? Yeah. Okay. This is not going well for Karara. <laughs> uh, okay, so each of you takes 13 necrotic damage as he holds out his hand, two blasts of dark green light shoot out of his hand, slam into each of you. As it happens... Um, as the energy slams into you, it uh, kind of like, instead of just immediately dissipating, um, it hits the center of your chest, and then the energy goes down into the ground and tries to, like, wrap around your legs and lock you into place. Um, 
you, uh, Zer, you managed to quickly break out of the way, step out of the way, but uh, Therara, you're not quite quick enough, and you are now restrained as these tendrils of necrotic energy uh, lock you in place. Um, and then this, the leader is going to back up uh, and stand directly in front of the door and motion to the two hu- uh, the two large skeletal figures, which you see look like minotaur skeletons, um, motion towards both of them and point towards uh, uh, all of you. Um, and that's going to be that thing's turn. Uh, Mo, it's your turn. Oh, I'm not used to going up first. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I will... Uh, far away am I? You are 30, about 35 feet away from these creatures. Okay. I want to go up to the center one. Okay. He did back up a little bit, so I guess the skeletons would be 35 feet away. The um, one who has the spells would be 40 feet away. My, my movement speed is 40. So you can get right up to him and situate yourself like right in between the skeletons, right in front of him. Okay. Um... I'm going to use my greatsword. Okay. And I can use that twice, you're telling me? Yes, you can. Also, because you are a barbarian. uh, I am. And this is your first time playing a barbarian. The barbarian's key feature is called rage, which is a bonus action. You can do that before you attack. Okay. Uh, Rage gives you, uh, I mean, depending on what kind of barbarian you are, it does. I have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing. Yep, so it gives you resistance to things, uh, but bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing, slashing damage, it also, uh, I believe, increases the damage you do with your attacks. Oh, plus three melee damage with strength. So, okay. so don't forget to add, so would you like to use one yeah. of your rages? I'll enter my rage. Great. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you run up emphatically. Uh, a rage building inside you uh, as you charge for great sword at the ready. Go ahead and make your first attack roll. 19. 19 hits. Uh, okay, and then 2d6 plus 9. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And then don't forget to add the additional plus 3 for rage. I guess plus 3 onto that? Yeah, for rage. 6. That's 14 damage. Nice. And then the next hit is 17 plus 9. I'm not going to do that in my head. That hits, right? That hits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah. that's 12 damage. Great. Is your, uh, your great sword is, is it, is magical? Yes? Yes. Yeah. With this magic weapon. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, you run forward, uh, you rage, pull out your great sword, one massive cut across this thing's chest. Another one, uh, as you cut into it, uh, sparks of, of blue and dark green magical energy start shooting out of the um, wounds that you leave behind. Uh, his um, robe tatters uh, around him as he's like backed up right against the door and you came charging forward much more quickly than he was anticipating. All right, that's my one move. That's going to be the entire one shot is me doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's what barbarians are good at. Yeah, and it worked, <laughs> didn't it? Uh, Janara, it's your turn. Um, Janara, I feel like I need to save my all my all my stuff. I'm just gonna kind of like 
back up. I hate doing that, but I'm just gonna like remember what Joy said, and I'm mm-hmm. just gonna kind of like back up a, a bit. Great. Can, not, can she use like? Can you hide? Is that like an option? Uh, yeah, you could or either you could use your action to attempt to hide, or you could use your action to take the dodge action, which would give any attack rolls against you disadvantage. I'll do that. I hate doing that, but I'll do that. So you kind of you ready yourself for the next uh for any attacks that might be incoming. Okay, great. I I told you that attacks against me had disadvantage, and then I immediately forgot that attacks against me have disadvantage. <laughs> that would have been a thirteen. That would have failed. Okay, you can negate the damage, and you are not restrained. Sorry. So. We're going to rewind a little bit. Sorry. Uh, the magical energy still hit you, Therara, yeah. um, and still wrapped around your legs, but the holy power of uh, of your god uh, surges and destroys the barriers, um, keeping you bound. So. Sorry. No, that's good. Um, all right. Great. Uh, Leaf, it's your turn. Oh, boy. Um, okay. So there's there's three enemies, right? We got yes. one, two, and one, two, and three. The main guys took step back. Yes. Um, and one of our one of our allies is up close fighting one of them. Yes. Is there is there are they all within ten feet of each other? Yes, I would say so. Okay, I would like to um, I'd like to cast magnify gravity in a ten foot sphere um, with all three of them, but not hitting an ally. So the that possible. So the the difficult thing is there. So imagine they're in like a they're we're theater of the minding. Imagine yeah. they're in a triangle, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, your lead guy's here. Skeletons are here and here, and then your friend is right here in in between the skeletons, right in front of the lead lead guy. Okay, then how about I just do two of them? Is that doable? You yes, you could shift it to one side to just hit the lead guy and one of the skeletons. Great, I'd like to do that. So lead guy and one of them, uh, Constitution saving throws, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a fifteen for the lead guy. Fail. And a thirteen for the skeleton. Also a fail. Okay, so they take. Uh, seven, uh, nine points of force damage. Um, their speed is halved until the end of its next turn. Um, they do, however... Oh, wait. No, that's a different spell that I'm confusing with. Aha! That's good, because that was a plus for them. Great! Yeah, that damage, and their speed is halved. Great. Uh... Um... Great, then I'm going to get my little tail over to where Janara is and put myself uh, between Janara and uh, the the, the batty fuckets. Great, great. Yeah, you move it, you move into position in front of Janara. You uh, put put your staff forward, cast this spell in a small area of gravity, suddenly becomes stronger. The, the, The lead... Undead kind of staggers to the ground as uh, gravity in- increases around him. Uh, the ske- the Minotaur skeleton gets like pulled backwards a little bit as it as this happens, um, and they yeah they take that damage and uh, their speed is halved. Um, yeah, I'm gonna look back at Janara. I'm gonna say, ah, so the real fun begins. <laughs> you ready? I'm glad you made my armor class better. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, Zer. 
Uh, so Zer is going to reach into one of his pockets in his coat and pulls out a tiny black dog statue. He's going to place it on, the, he's going to actually chuck it towards the, the three skeleton creatures and uh, appears a mastiff dog, which mastiff. is this mastiff, yes, um, dog, uh, which I believe that will pretty much be my turn because that's a summoning, I guess. Yeah, that would be your action to do that, I would say. Yeah, um, and then as a, as another action, he's going co- going to command it to bite one of the skeletons. Great. Does it act on your initiative? Uh, it. I would assume so. Okay. Do you have the yeah. Do you have the stat block pulled up? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you you uh throw throw this figurine forward, and a mass uh you know a powerful mastiff appears. Um, and it goes charging towards one of the skeletons. Uh, go ahead and make an attack roll for uh, the mastiff. Uh, that is uh, uh, 16 to hit. 16 to hit. That will, in fact, hit. Fantastic. Ooh, nice. Uh, that'd be seven damage. Uh, and the creature needs to make a d6 strength saving throw uh, to be or be knocked, uh, knocked prone. A DC what strength? Uh, uh, this is a large creature. Is there a? Oh. Sus- it, it just says if the target creature, is, uh, if the target is a creature, uh, it must succeed a DC saving throw of eleven or higher. Okay. What's the number? Uh, eleven of strength. Strength. Uh, it it succeeds. That's a fourteen. Okay. Um, but uh, the mastiff runs over, jumps up. Grabs onto this Minotaur skeleton's arm and starts like pulling him. This Minotaur skeleton's like, Argh. um, great. And that will be my action. Awesome. That'll be my turn. Starfear. Okay, um, I'm gonna run up to the main main guy. Great. What's your movement speed? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. So you can't quite get all the way to him, especially I- with, um. Momo in the way. Damn. Okay. Um. Then I guess I'll go for one of the ones on the side. The one that hasn't taken. Is there one that hasn't taken damage yet? Uh. Did the mastiff go after the one that had already taken damage, or the fresh one? He would probably take after the one that's been attacked before. Okay. So there is one that's hurt and one that's not hurt. Okay, I'll go for the one that is not taken in damage yet. And I'm going to do three attacks with my great sword. Awesome. Um, so that's going to be a 17. 17 hits. A 16. 16 hits. And a 20. 20 hits. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so just the first, does, do, do they all get the, like, plus? Yeah. Model? Yeah. They all get all the all the things. So it's the full damage rolls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. I gotta do some math here. Cool. <laughs> yeah. The worst. <laughs> yeah, fighters get just lots and lots of attacks. Thirty-seven. That's God, a pretty. Damn. That's a pretty hefty hit. Uh. Yeah, Sarfir uh, runs up, and um, this Minotaur skeleton, like, readies a great axe to fight you. You, like, duck under a swing and just boom, 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 three massive hits. Um, 
uh, uh, rib cage bones go flying everywhere. Uh, uh, this thing's like barely hanging in there now, but he, I mean, he's, he's still, he still has fight left in him, but he's looking, he's starting to look rough after that round of, uh, uh three massive great sword blows. Okay. Yeah. Um, that will be all for Sarfir this round. Great. Therar, it's your turn. Okay. So I'm going to do the thing that started all of this. I'm going to, uh, I'm actually going to walk over to where um, Saphir was or is and like towards where that undead Right, you move closer is. to yeah. get, this would get all three of the undead in, in the range. Yeah, but yeah, and I want to push them like, well, I'm, I'm angling it so that from where I am and where they are is like, they won't be going into the temple. They'll be going like. Ah, uh, I see what you're away. trying to do. You're, um, uh, I don't know that you can fully flank them in order to do that because they're like right in front of the temple. So it'd be too much movement to get all the way around to the okay. side to send them like parallel to the front of the temple. You can get an angle so they're not going directly yeah, behind I'll, them. I'll do but... that. I'll do that. Um, and then I'll You'll... stab my staff in the ground and they have to make. Uh, wisdom saving throws. Great. Oh my god. Are they one not wise? Are they not wise? One of them got a natural one. They dumb as hell. So they're um. the three unwise men? <laughs> Oh, unwise then, undead. Uh, unmen. That's actually a zero <laughs> total for the Minotaur skeleton. Um, <laughs> and then a seven for the other Minotaur skeleton. And then oh, a um, 13. Oh, they the all fail. Death okay. Are they Wisdom's all two or lower? The two Minotaur skeletons are CR2. So they are destroyed. Correct. They are immediately destroyed. Um, Explosion. Yes. Therara steps forward, um, holding her holy symbol. Uh, Cat, uh, uh, you know, does a motion that you all have seen before of banishing undead. And <clears throat> the two Minotaur skeletons um, burst into holy fire and turn into ash. This world is for the living! Unless I make undead and then it's for them too. Um, <laughs> the Deathlock uh, uh, um, is frightened of you and is, on its turn, going to attempt to uh, retreat. Bye. Um, can the Mastiff have an opportunity to attack? Well, yeah, was I right next to it? He's, he, it's not his turn. He, he can't... He can't move right this second. Also, the Mastiff is not in his face. The Mastiff is fighting one of the Minotaurs, and the Minotaurs are gone. Yeah, but presumably they're in near each other. Not near enough for the Mastiff to get an opportunity attack. Dang. Um, um, is the one in front of me dead? No, right? No. The one in front of you is still alive, but is turned. Um, great. Okay. Um, that is... Minotaur skeletons don't get a turn. Um, they're gone. Uh, uh, it is the Deathlock's turn, though, and he is going to attempt to run into the temple. 
um, behind him. Uh, uh, speed is halved. Speed is halved. That, this is true. <laughs> but he has uh, to move as fast as possible away from me. Right. So uh, uh, he will... Um, Having a rough day. His, he'll use his movement and his half speed movement and action to dash to try to get into the temple in a way. But Mo, you will get an opportunity to attack against him as this happens. Mm-hmm. I do know what that means. You attack. Make, you attack. I roll. You roll an attack. Of just in general. Yes. Yep. With your great sword. Yes. Oh, with the great sword. Yeah. <laughs> with the with the weapon with you the are weapon. currently wielding. I mean, you could punch him. Uh, so that's what works. 17. 17 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Ah. Don't forget to add your plus three for range. Ha ha ha. Twelve. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, another, as he turns to run, you slash him across the back. Um, as he pushes open the doors, um, you all see the entry hall, um, and he starts running to the next set of doors uh, uh, past the entry hall, which is about, the entryway is only about 15 feet, um, you know, across. He runs to the next one, opens the doors, and uh, goes into the next room, um, which is not the main chamber. So you all would remember, except Janar, obviously, there's an entryway, and then there's sort of an, another chamber which serves as sort of a general, uh, uh, you know, in your previous examinations, a a shrine room to the uh, uh, dead devoted to this entity. And then beyond that is the main chamber uh, of this of this large temple. Um, so he has made it partway into the second room. Man, he's speedy. Well, his, you know, he fast. his speed was halved. He got 15 feet of movement across to the next door because he was right in front of the doors. 15 feet movement, and then his action to get another 15 feet. So he only moved 30 feet in size. Uh, so he is normal. So he's, he's still normal. He in is sight, right? Yeah, I mean, you can, the doors are open. You can see inside. Fantastic. Um, Mo, it is your turn. Ah! Um, so I'm just gonna follow him. How? Okay, so I can probably catch up to him, right? Because he, yeah. he was tapped. Okay, yeah. So I'll catch up to him. And I'll try to like grab onto his shirt or whatever to stop him. Um, and then I'll just roll with my greatsword because that's all I know how to uh, do. Yeah, you, you run up behind him, tap his shoulder. Actually, at this point, because he took damage, the turning effect would have ended, but it still was not oh. his full movement go through still. Um, but you, you tap his shoulder, he turns around, and you start wailing on him again. Uh, was your first hit? 28. That hits. And 14 plus 9. 23. 23. Okay. Okay. So that is 17 for the first hit. And 14 for the second. Yeah, he's starting to look rough. You kind of wailed on him pretty effectively. Uh, Janara, it's your turn. I'm going to, can I see through the doors from yeah, where you, I am? You, uh, you probably would have to move a little bit to get an angle on it, but. 
but yes, if I if I right. move a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Can I see if he's the only preacher in the in that first area then? Uh, make a perception check. Oh, 21. Uh, he's the only living thing you, well, living. He's the only, he's the only creature you see aside from your um, parents' friends here. I'm just gonna go up a little bit. I'm not going to go all the way up to the doors, but uh-huh. just so if the next set of doors is open, I can like, I'll be a little bit closer, but still sure. far enough away that I feel like pretty secure. Yeah, totally. For now. Uh, Leaf, that's you. Uh, Leaf will follow Janara and stick uh, relatively close. Um, yeah, and he is going to um, take a couple steps over, get a good angle on this last guy, um, get a like shit-eating grin on his face, and I'm just going to throw a firebolt at him. Go for it. Um, so that will be a uh, natural 20 for 29. Ooh, nice. What is Firebolt at this level? 3D, 10, do, 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 do. All right. So that's an automatic 30 plus a roll of the 3D, 10. Thank you. I always forget. Is he dead? <laughs> I feel like he should be dead. <laughs> Does he have to roll? <laughs> Uh, um, he probably um, doesn't have to unless he gets min roll. Uh, 15 on top, so 45. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, yeah, you bolt of fire, fiery energy flies from your staff. It arcs like around uh, Momo. You've been slashing into this thing. Um, he's like taking a bunch of hits. And you, you fought alongside your uh, uh, Leaf and your other companions long enough to you feel the heat approaching and you just kind of slightly move out of the way and <laughs> uh, uh, the death lock is hit by a, uh, an insane blast of fire uh, energy and is immediately immolated. And I'm going to look at Janara, pull up my pipe and say, sniff sniff. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you, though. Right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.